Hello, welcome to the latest edition of the Sky Counts podcast. I'm Ashley Carmichael, and today I'm talking with Paul Dowler. Um, Paul's a fellow director and client manager at Sky Accountants. Hello, Paul. G'day, Ash. How are you going? Good, good. Now, today we're we're talking about budgets, all things budgets. (laughs) Um, So, for the uninitiated, can you tell us what a budget is? Yep, definitely. Um, So, budgets, really nothing more than a prediction of the future in financial terms. Um, There's quite a few different types of budgets. However, the most common uh, that you might be familiar with will be a, a profit and loss budget, a cash flow budget, and maybe even a capital expenditure or a capex budget. Um, for some industries, especially the construction industry, you, they probably should be looking at project budgets as well in conjunction with those three. Um, a profit and loss budget is a summary of the expected income and expenses over a specified financial period. A cash flow is a little bit different. It looks at um, the estimated cash receipts, so money in and cash expenditure that are expected to occur during, again, a certain period. This will include balance sheet items such as loan repayments, tax payments, asset purchases and capital expenditure. Um, And then just that third one, a CapEx expenditure budget is um, a formal plan that states the amount and the timing of fixed assets purchases by an organisation. So clearly there's a bit of you know, differences in those types of budgets, like, yeah. you know, what would you recommend that a business um, uses or, you know, when would they use each type? Yeah. Um, the ideal answer is probably all three, you know, the profit and loss, which is the income and expenses, the cash flow, um, and then probably also if you um, if you do purchase a lot of large capital items, that's probably one that would be worthwhile and then yeah, and yeah. the construction industry or anyone who needs who does projects, um, I think they're paramount in knowing the profitability and budgeting, you know, the, the outcome that you want for those projects because, you know, you don't want to get to the end of the year. You want to look at which projects are doing well or are they doing as expected um, as they're, as they're rolling, rolling on, not just at the end of the year, looking at the consolidated Mm. And look, I, you know, I'm a big believer in doing both the the cash flow and yeah, and the profit and loss. And I'm sure you see this a lot, but I certainly do. Yeah, uh, which is that what is showing in the profit and loss can often mm. be quite dramatically different due to yep. you know timing and all sorts of other things from a cash flow point of view. Correct. Um, you know, so you can have a fantastic profit. Yeah, <laughs> showing in your in your budget, but the cash flow may not be yeah. so great. Yeah. Equipment loans are the ones that come to, to mind. That You know, you might have a good profit, but if you've got a lot of uh, equipment loans, um, the principal payment is not represented in as an expense. The interest is, but mm. not the loan repayment. So a question that a lot of clients often say is, you know, I made that much profit. Um, where's my money gone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's heard that one before. Yeah, and, uh, you know, sometimes it's not an easy question to answer, is it? <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, having that cash flow budget and being able to compare to it certainly does help to answer it, doesn't it? Yes, definitely. So, 
tell me about um, the process to put together a good budget. Like yep. first, first and foremost, when's the right time to do it? Uh, the right time, mm. um, ideally. I mean, we work on financial years, so before before the start of the financial year would be ideal. Planning the year ahead. Um, however, if you've if you've missed that opportunity, that doesn't mean you know you should be waiting until the next financial year to start that process. So the short answer to that is, if you haven't started, then it's today. <laughs> yeah. Um, but to get yourself into a rhythm, I mean, financial years work quite well. Then you can compare to prior years, and and twelve months is a good a good yardstick to um, measure your performance, I guess. Yeah. And so how how do you recommend that a business go about putting together their budgets? Yeah. Firstly, you can't build a good budget in a silo. So you sort of have to talk to all the key people in the organisation to get their knowledge and insight about what is happening on the ground and what they see coming up ahead. Um, as part of this, you'll need to develop a decent understanding of the key drivers of the organisation um, and the financial outcomes that those key drivers are going to to drive. Um, we see too many people looking at last year's results and you know adding CPI or adding a, a nominal percentage amount. It just really doesn't uh, cut it if you want to if you want the budget to be meaningful um, and accurate. Um, developing the understanding of the key drivers is really important to be able to optimize the outcomes. It means you know what levers to pull. Uh, and when to pull them. So once you've got this knowledge, you can build a bit of a, a budget model that will give you the most accurate prediction of the organization's results. Um, so then once you've got your uh, first budget model, you need to analyze it. You need to see what the results are. For example, does the profit represent a sufficient return on investment? Does the budget need tweaking um, in that regard? And then this analysis helps to identify what actions need to be implemented before you even begin and can then be factored into a revised budget model for example it might show you need to make some highs at different points it might show some lull periods during the year where you might need to actively seek some finance or an overdraft facility um, but once you've done all of that process um, you need to take the budget to your stakeholders and walk them through it make sure they understand the budget what it's asking of them, um, and if you have their buy-in, which is pretty important. You don't want to be going to people with a budget that's unrealistic, and if you don't get buy-in, um, it's going to be meaningless and probably won't won't eventuate. Yeah, there's a sort of a level of using the, the budget for accountability, isn't it? And yeah. if people don't have that buy-in, that's going yep. to be a, a tough part. Yeah, the budget budgets help... Um, set a yardstick i think as well and it gives people direction of in, in knowing what their kpis are so i find budgets so long as they're not unrealistic they they drive that achievement that performance to, to hitting the mark yeah yeah people they help people to know what they need to do yep. yeah yeah no, um, which is a really great aspect of, of doing it um and so that's all um you know, that process is fairly involved, obviously. Um, yep. Are there any tools that a business can use yep. to help with it? 
there's there's a heap of online cloud uh, apps. A couple come to mind. Fathom, um, Castaway is another one. Um, they can be quite useful in some organisations and save some time. Um, just depends on how the model in that tool is developed. Some look at historical data, so it goes against that understanding the key drivers, not just looking at last year's and adding a margin. Um, I think you still can't go past the good old-fashioned Excel spreadsheet, to be honest, and Excel's quite powerful with rules and formulas. Um, so I'm, I'm not for or against. Um, obviously, if you're using software and it provides some benefits, then, yep, take it. But failing that, you can still do it with an Excel spreadsheet at yeah, yeah. So no cost. So a business doesn't need to invest no. loads of money in a in budgeting software. They can they can do it with the tools that they've got. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, well, that's good. Um, so that you know that really makes it accessible um, to everyone. Uh, yeah. 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 Um. So. <laughs> You've gone through that process, you've prepared your budget, you've got sign-off from all your key stakeholders. Yep. Then what? What do you do with it? Uh, you don't just put it in the top drawer, Ash. <laughs> 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 and then uh, look at it at the end of the year. Um, it needs to be used as your guide to making decisions throughout the year. For example, one of your team members comes to you and, and wants to you know, spend some money for the business or an investment, um, is it, has it been budgeted for? So it helps you to um, make decisions throughout the year. Um, the other thing is you need to be looking at or well, regularly reporting the results, your actual results against the budget. So what I like to do is you can load these budgets into your accounting software, the P&L one, profit and loss budget. Um, and there's some reports that we can generate where we look at the actuals for the month against the budget for the month and the actuals year to date compared to the budget year to date. Um, so I guess the short answer is, yeah, regular review of actuals to budget is 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 probably the best outcome. Not so, so yeah, that monitoring how we're tracking against it. Yeah. Yep. And I and I assume there's a you know some actions that businesses should take if their if their reporting is showing that they are right. sort of um, out of out of kilter with their yeah. budget. What yep. what should they be doing? Well, firstly, what you can measure, you can manage. So if you're not hitting a certain line item on your budget, um, the number one first step is to identify it and then take action. At, at least investigate why we're not hitting the the budget or the outcome that we we, we thought we're going to achieve mm. um if you're ahead of your budget um that that's a good result but that may also pose some other uh areas to look at you know are we under resourced if we're hitting sales targets do we have stock processes people to deliver this better than expected outcome that we thought um and then the other one that comes to mind is if there's a certain period during that financial year, if that's the period we're looking at, where cash flow is a little bit tight, um, you know, do we need to start looking at funding facilities 
um, knowing that there could be a, a period maybe over Christmas where cash flow is a bit lean. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So it's really giving you that that forward-looking approach rather than sort of rear-view mirror yeah. looking at my numbers. You, you're sort of saying use that as a, as a tool for what you do next, help you to yeah. identify what you do next. Mm. It's, it's not easy to make changes in an organisation. Um, in today's environment, there's a lot of external factors, um, some that are out of your control, um, some that are within your control, but you want to be well positioned to be able to make those decisions in real time and, you know, and comparing against to a forecast or a budget is, is going to give you that timeliness. Mm. And look, one thing that I notice, Paul, and I'm sure you do too, is that, you know, when a business has a go at budgeting for the first time, yeah, they're often quite, uh, seeing quite a lot of variances to that budget. Um, is that a bad thing? You know, does it need to be perfect? No, no. The first budgets uh, are not easy. They can be confronting, like you said, Ash. Um, the best skill is probably developing, is developed through the process of the budget. Um, you just need to have a go, see what works, what doesn't. Um, a budget can have many revisions throughout the year if things arise or, um, or, or or you need to make adjustments based on factors that have come to light. Um, so, so really, yeah, oh, sorry, sorry yeah. to interrupt you there, Paul, but so in a way you're sort of saying that um, that attempting it, you, you sort of learn how to do it better. You get Correct. that better understanding. Yeah. My experience with, with working with clients and budgets for their, their organisation the process, especially the first one, is the most important. It's looking at line by line, looking at the different um, drivers of the business. And from that, those questions that we may ask comes answers and some thinking around, okay, well, you know, what what's my sales going to be? What's my purchases? What's my overheads? And so, the, so the business, just purely by doing the exercise, you know, arguably they have a better understanding of what makes their their business tick is Correct. that a fair statement yeah definitely yeah mm. well that's got to be a good thing doesn't it yes um okay um so you know we've we've got a budget where we're monitoring it we're reporting against it um it's giving us some some insights about what we should do next. Um, yep. But you mentioned that you know with that first budget in particular is is important and and a bit challenging. Yeah. Um, for an organisation, um, what can businesses do to get started? Like, how can they get started? Yep. Um, um, call your accountant. <laughs> we, um, just start those discussions uh, initially um, and your accountant's probably the best position to be helping you with the budget um, and and to probably go through that initial process with you and then mm. 
maybe go further further than that to um you know can help you with the accountability or the the monthly catch-ups or the quarterly catch-ups to to look at the variances and to look at some um solutions or anything that we may need to bring to light where we can improve those numbers Mm. yeah that accountability piece is really important isn't it um that you know sitting down reviewing your numbers yeah and you know having somebody that um can help you remain accountable to those numbers um you know it it, it goes be, long way. Um, it a can long be way. unpleasant uh, when the numbers are not great you know it can yep. um, be quite uncomfortable but it's i find that it's through that discomfort that you can make the gains that you can address yep. the issues yep i um, agree, agree with that 100% ash <laughs> and so you know, it's useful to get someone exper- who's experienced involved at the beginning, but um, can can a business, you know, go it alone with their budgeting? Is that something that most people would have the capability to do? Uh, everyone's different. I think if you haven't um, done a budget before for your business, I'd probably seek some professional assistance um, and once you get a feel for the process the template if you're using excel or software um, then you you know you definitely you can go it alone um, a lot of our clients that um, seek our assistance for the budget often come back for some accountability meetings you know whether that's a, a monthly or a quarterly catch-up they find that the accountability meetings reporting um, help them to stay on track um, and sort of, you know, focus on the areas of improvement and, and basically just having a discussion about what's working, what's not working and what, what changes do we need to make. Look, I have to say um, that's one of my, my favourite parts of mm. the job is, um, you know, um, having those regular catch-ups with clients and, you know, reviewing their numbers and having yeah. those discussions around um, action plans. Yeah. You know, that's where I feel like um, I find it it's interesting for a start, but I feel like that's where we can have some really yeah. um, good input, um, yeah. you know, with ideas and, and what we've seen other clients do. Um, they're sort of sharing of ideas from you know, even from different industries or mm. or areas that, you know, might sort of be a little spark of an idea that helps the business go ahead. Yeah. Mm. Agree. So, we're, I mean, we're, we're heavily involved with some clients, but right down to, you know, helping with the initial budget and giving them the tools that they need. It does depend on the skill set of, of the of the person in the business um but that's a resource that that uh they've got options with us i guess as an accountant that they can uh use us for as much or as little as they like yeah as so, long as they're getting value yeah so it can be almost like an as an education mm. piece of you know 
helping them get up to speed so they can do it on a DIY basis or, um, you know, working in partnership with them on an ongoing basis. Yeah. Mm. Um, In your opinion, Paul, um, do enough businesses prepare budgets? No. (laughs) No. in, let me ask again, in your yeah. opinion, how many businesses should prepare budgets? Uh, I'd say maybe not all, that's, but m- n- nearly every business should probably do a budget. Mm. Um, and it ranges from startups that might be cash poor in the beginning to big organisations um, with many divisions. Um, so there's... A, I guess yeah. I mean, the, the correct answer is probably everyone should do should do the budget process, um, but there are times where some businesses maybe don't need to. Yeah, we'll give, we'll give, we'll they, give the one percenters a, yeah, one, a break, but uh, yeah. No, I think it's um, it's a really important aspect of of business. It's um, a an important source of information to make good decisions. Yeah. Um, you know, without that sort of insight about where the business is heading. Yeah. I, I just don't know how how an owner or a manager can make good decisions. There's, and there's, when there's a lot of uncertainty, it's even more important to uh, to be doing, doing a budget and maybe factoring in some best-case scenarios, some worst-case scenarios. Um, we can't predict the future. We, you know, there's some external forces out there which may, you know, divert the business, of course. But uh, if you can do a budget to best predict the future, I think you're in a, a strong position. Hmm. Well, there you have it. Um, I think those are some some wise words, and um, you thanks. know, thanks for. So sharing your insights with us today, Paul, I, I think people will um, get a bit out of that. And, um, and of course, um, you know, if people do want to know more about the budgeting process or um, want some help with it, um, of course, they should get in touch with us. Um, thanks for having me, Ash. Thanks for the chat today, Paul. <laughs> I really appreciate you coming along. Um, And we'll talk to you next time. Will do. See you, Ash.